0: daily inspiration podcast on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos, and I'm really excited as I always am when I do this show because I get to interview another entrepreneur or small business owner in our global, uh, community, really. And so today I have with me Jordan West, who is the Chief Marketing Officer of Mindful Marketing and also a clothing brand, Little and Lively. You can learn more about him and his marketing company at mindfulmarketing.co. Jordan, welcome to the show.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is great.
1: Yeah, I I just, I feel I, I've already enjoyed our conversation offline. And so I know that we're going to have a, a fun conversation online.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. And it's two podcast hosts talking, which is always good, oh, right? Yeah, like, that's
1: always, I, I, I almost feel like it's a <laughs> sense of relief. It's like, okay, I don't have to initiate it. Like they already know they'll talk, like I'll talk. Like, it's not this whole like nerve wracking thing. It's like, let's just, let's just have a real conversation. Now that we yeah. got all of that, all the nerves out of the way. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Yeah. So, you know, Jordan, um, I like to ask this question as an icebreaker question, because uh, as you know, uh, these recent times have been quite interesting. And so I thought I'd check in with you. How are are you doing?
2: Uh, You know what, to be honest, so we're actually in Canada and Mm -hmm. and I think things are a lot different um, up here in Canada than they are uh, in the States right now. And so um, everything's pretty much business as usual here. Um, The only difference is that (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, though, our numbers are, are spiking where we are right now. Mm. Um, and that's the first time since COVID has come around that we've actually had numbers like this. So um, mm. they're starting to clamp down again, but our kids are all in school. Um, restaurants are open uh, and, and business just seems normal. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think we're just super, super fortunate of, of where we happen to be right now.
1: Yeah, no, that's really awesome. Um, you know, my husband and I, we live in the States and in Virginia. And, uh, it's interesting because I have friends, most of my friends are in California. That's where I'm from. And, um, it's just so different because I feel like for us, we live in a bubble like ever since this all started, um, you know, and we live near the beach. We still see people cycling without masks, you know, just walking their dogs, just like a regular day at, at yeah. the beach. And so it's, a, uh, it, you know, I'd like to say too, and because we work from home, we don't have to go out to public places as often. Now, don't get me wrong. I've definitely gotten a little stir crazy and we've had to go out and, and we actually went on vacation in the mountains recently, which was really nice. But other than that, um, you know I at least uh, am counting my blessings as well and and knowing that we're in a place that hasn't uh, really impacted our business.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean there's there's so much to be to be thankful for right now, uh, you know comparatively to to around the world. so uh, yeah. either way, it's a crazy time.
1: Yeah. yeah I think it really
2: affects, it affects all of us. Right. Like yeah. uh, I, I heard, I heard somebody say recently, you know, like normally on a stress level, you're at about a 50%. So you've got that extra like 50% capacity. Mm-hmm. Whereas like all of us now are more at that like 90 to 95%. So if, if you're snapping or, or whatever that is, it's sometimes it's, it's not like, you, you know, it gives you permission to do that, but it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm actually like, there's all of this like other underlying stress
1: right, um, right,
2: in our lives right now, uh, whether it's financial or, or just, just in general, right? It's just, this is a weird world that we're living in right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a weird world and we don't know if it's going to shift anytime soon, but until then, um, I'm just so glad to hear that you and your family are doing really well and, and as well as your company.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, things are great.
1: Good. Well, speaking of which, uh, for people that are hearing about mindful marketing for the first time, why don't you let us know what your company is about?
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, thanks so much. Um, You know, actually, what I normally talk about on podcasts is our clothing company, because I I think that our clothing company actually is is a great segue into our marketing agency. Sure, yeah, please. yeah, we, we started our clothing company um, about six years ago. Just mm-hmm. started as a little at-home operation. Um, at the time, I was kind of reeling from um, trying to sell a restaurant that I owned. Um, mm. So I, I had lost a lot of money. And at the time, it was a lot of money for me. It was about 150000 It was five years of my time. Wow. Um, all of this stuff. And we started this clothing company. And it was just this little tiny at-home operation. My wife was a fashion designer. So she knew what she was Aww. doing.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: she, she knew how to make really nice clothing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so we started to test out Facebook ads and mm-hmm. realized like, oh my gosh, we're selling out of everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And so,
2: so from there and at that time, I think we were getting something like, I, I've looked back and it's something like a 90 return on ad spend. <laughs> so like every wow. dollar in we were getting like 90, wow. which is like just insane. Um, and, and so from there, we actually built a, a whole business. So fast forward till now, we're like a mid seven figure company. Um, mm-hmm. we still do a lot of paid advertising, but we really try to use our paid advertising to get people off. Um, so, uh, uh get people off of paid advertising and into our lists and, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and, and all of that sort of stuff. So, uh, the interesting thing throughout all of this is that my wife and I realized like, it's probably not great us co running this company together. Um, for any, you know, spouses who run companies, um, together, there needs to be one person leading. And, and for me, that wasn't me on that side. Mm. And so I was really good at marketing, terrible at operations. And, uh, and so I got a friend, uh, you know, who I thought would be great on the marketing side. And I'm like, Hey, I got all these clients that Mm -hmm. are now coming to me do you want to work with me on this? And that was about three years ago now. Wow! And, uh, yeah. And so, so, um, fast forward about a year ago, we finally decided to niche down and just focus on e-commerce brands, mm. um, because that's what we're really good at. And so the, the reason why I love to talk about the clothing company is that we test everything that we do in our agency mm-hmm. with our clothing company. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it'll run through little and lively first before we try it on with any of our, our clients. I love that. Um, so I think that it, yeah I think it really gives us um that empathy um mm-hmm. for our for the people that that we work with um, mm-hmm. and and really gives them that confidence that we actually know what we're doing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I really I really like that, Jordan, because you're using your company uh, little and lively as sort of the guinea pig uh, to your marketing tactics. And um, and like you said, you better understand the needs of your e-commerce clients because you know that with your company, um, you know, being a seven-figure company, like you know what works and what doesn't work, and you've gone through the trials and errors. And so you can tell your clients at really an intimate level, like, hey, like this is how it really works. And we know because we've we've gone through through it ourselves. And so I think that's really impressive to practice what you preach, as opposed to, you know, really just be technical and teach someone something that you're not necessarily practicing.
2: Totally, totally. And I mean, it all... um I think one of the things that happens with a lot of agencies is they'll test on their client's dollar, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas we're mm-hmm. actually just testing on our own dollar, and and you know what? Nine times out of ten, generally our tests work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, um, good. At, Yeah. <laughs> at Little Unlively, we've we've had a return on ad spend of just over seven uh, over this uh, the past five years. So it's wow. so it's really like like for for us, that's way, way above industry average. And so we know that kind of whatever we're going to try with little and lively is generally going to work out. And if it doesn't, we're able to kill it within about a week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I wanted to go back a little bit and how you talked about how you and your wife uh, work together. And then you decided to um, not necessarily part ways, but have someone in the middle, you know, of that and, and, um, you know, work with other people for the company. And it got me to reflect on the fact that my husband and I uh, work together and um, he's more of the visionary, like the one with the vision and the mission and like the dream. And, you know, he's also what we call our dog and pony show. And for me, I'm more so of the opportunity operations, like behind the scenes. I mean, I still get out there, obviously, otherwise we wouldn't be talking, but you know, it's just, it's, a, I think, I think if you can have that kind of relationship, um, and still have a, a personal, <laughs> a personal life, um, it could be deemed as success, but at the same time, it, I think it is good to create that space, you know, between your spouse. Um, if you are, if you are working together, cause I, I think it, at least for us, it, it adds up sometimes.
2: <laughs> oh, totally. And I think for our staff, like we have a fairly big staff, right. And they mm-hmm. need to know who to go to, right. So, We've got management in place. But after that, it's like, no, you don't come to Jordan for anything other than marketing-related um, issues. And I mm-hmm. think that was a big issue at first, right? It's like, well, who's the boss between the mm-hmm. two of
1: them,
2: right? Mm-hmm. And, and then that was really difficult for, for both of us to sort of figure that out. Um, and so when I started the agency, it was actually a really, really good transition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually the CEO at the agency here. Um, and so people know where to come. Uh, and we have totally separate offices and uh, and a wonderful, wonderful relationship, I think, because of that.
1: Good. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have boundaries, you know, like couples don't have to be attached to the hip all the time.
2: (laughs) It's yeah, it's true. They don't.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So Jordan, I want to talk a little bit more about marketing. And, uh, you know, we were talking at the beginning how these are very interesting times. And so with that said, I'm wondering if uh, maybe the marketing strategy you give to your clientele has shifted or has it stayed the same?
2: Yeah, it's been really interesting, especially like we're talking in late October right now, and this has been a horrendous month for everybody. So I actually run an e-commerce mastermind uh, Mm. as well. And Mm -hmm. within the mastermind, it's called the uh, e-commerce executives mastermind. Um, And within that mastermind, everybody is seeing, and these are big brands. These are like eight figure brands for the most part that are in this mastermind. And they are seeing massive, massive increases in cost per acquisition, huge decreases in return on ad spend. Uh, And it makes sense. And they're, they're all American, right? So Mm -hmm. um, really makes sense right now because of the election and the amount of um, money that's getting pumped into Facebook ads and, and some YouTube as well. I mean, I think lots of Google's um, uh, lots of Google's prices are going up right now as well. So, wow. um, this, this right now has been unprecedented for how expensive uh, cost per acquisition is. Whereas mm-hmm. before when COVID first started, it was amazing because all these big brands were pulling out, everyone was pulling out their budgets. Um, and so us little guys could come in and the cost per acquisition had dropped like substantially. Our clients mm-hmm. were all, all incredibly happy up until October. Mm -hmm. and and we, we, yeah. And we know that November is going to be great on the e-commerce side. We really Mm do. Um, if I could talk about one strategy that, that I've seen work incredibly well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I I haven't heard anybody else talking about, but, um, I got it actually from a book called contagious by Mm -hmm. uh, Jonah Berger. Um, amazing, amazing book. And, um, he talked about this brand that just couldn't sell um, they just weren't really selling much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started to password protect their website and you had to get the password to to enter the website. And then they mm-hmm. would have launches once a week. And that was the only way and they would sell out of every launch. So wow. I thought, how, how can we implement this in our clothing company? And then maybe other companies as well to try and get that, that FOMO and, and get that full experience. Right. So Mm -hmm. we have a VIP group and we have an SMS list. So we treat our SMS list just like our VIP group. So we have a Facebook VIP group SMS list. And when we're doing big launches, like we're doing one this Friday, um, we'll give them an hour or two hours early access Mm -hmm. to the website Mm -hmm. by giving them a password. So, nice. so I'll, I'll walk you through what, what we did for our, uh, our latest launch. We actually, in 24 hours of this launch, we did 250,000 of sales and that was wow. no, yeah, which is just crazy. I think it's crazy even just like on a, on a, on a large scale, right? Not Absolutely. even for like a small, smaller kind of company like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, So we, what we did is we just built up the momentum. We let people know like, Hey, if you want early access, people are already trained that we will sell out of things, Mm -hmm,
1: um, mm -hmm. which
2: I think is a really good thing Right? people are Mm -hmm. always like, why don't you have more inventory? Mm -hmm. Well, we, we want to sell out of all of our inventory because whatever's left over at the end of the day is really like a loss um, Mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm, Right. And there's mm -hmm. big companies out there like, um, H and M they'll, they'll actually throw away billions of dollars of clothing right? Because it's, because it's gone through the cycle. Wow. Um, and they, and they have nowhere to put it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so for us, we really don't want to carry all of this massive amount of inventory because then we're not going to be profitable at the end of the day. Right. So, so we, so we make sure to, to have maybe like a smaller inventory run at the beginning because we can be really fast with that inventory. So, um, so yeah, so basically we, we open up the website, uh, password protect it, give the password to our VAP group. And within that first two hours of that launch, um, mm-hmm. while the, while the website was password protected, we did 120,000 in sales. Um, wow. Yeah. So no Facebook ads, right? That's um, crazy. we did, we did to build our list at first, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. that day, uh, and I think the subsequent entire week, we didn't use Facebook ads at all because <laughs> yeah. we didn't need to, cause we just kept, kept continually having those sales. Now it took our staff like a month to catch up because it was like just massive amounts of sales throughout that time. We, it was like the 250 and then 50,000 and 40,000 and big, big days, um, mm-hmm. following that. Uh, and we haven't really looked back this season, especially. Um, so it's uh, it's really something that I think um, at really adds to brands, right? When mm-hmm. they're okay password protecting their site and they're not begging people to buy. Yeah. Right. It's it's kind of turning things around a little bit, like uh, you know, making them. It's it's a micro commitment, right? That they have to. Yeah.
1: Make- it makes it feel really exclusive. It, it gives me, it reminds me of a couple things. Like um, when I was uh, living in uh, San Diego, California and um, at Comic-Con, they would have like limited limited edition like figurines and stuff like that. And they would number each one. And so people would be in line for hours, you know? And then when they open up, it's like they- you know, sell out really quickly. Or it also reminds me of this donut uh, shop that used to be down the street. And it was like very um, exquisite donuts. It was like very fancy, well, you know, donuts. And, uh, and I remember they would only, um, they'd open up at a specific time and then they would just, they would, they would, um, they would shut down once everything like ran out, but it's usually within the first like three, four hours. And so that's sort of what it reminds me of is really creating that FOMO, that sense of urgency. And I never really heard anyone talk about, you know, providing a password to get access to the website to buy something. I, I can imagine that just um, kind of speeds that up even more or creates that uh, sense of urgency that much more.
2: Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And one, one thing that we're transitioning to right now as well is a, a mobile app. So
1: mm-hmm. the mobile
2: app is going to be all part of that VIP experience as well. Um, highly, um, highly recommend if there's any people out there in the ecom world um, listening to this, I highly recommend uh, you know testing out a mobile app, at least testing it to see if Uh, what that does with conversion rates and as well as just customer stickiness, right? Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. It's just another place for, for customers to, to come back.
1: Yeah. So Jordan, um, obviously you are very successful and you know, you've proven that with little and lively and some of the examples you've already given for e-commerce business owners that are looking to work with you. um, How do you vet them? Like how do they qualify to work with you?
2: Yeah. So we, we've got a really good process in place now because we used to just be like, yeah, you want to come work with us?
1: Cool. That's great. <laughs>
2: right. Um, right. We're now at the place where we're, we're generally at capacity. Mm, <laughs> so, nice, um, so we're, we're, we're needing to hire more and more. Um, so the way that it works for us is we first just have a quick phone call and we see if it's going to be a fit at all. Right. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing mm-hmm. for us is um, first of all, sales, right? Are you doing at least a million dollars a year in mm-hmm. sales? Right. Cause mm-hmm. if not, it doesn't make sense to hire an agency as far as costs are are concerned. Um, second, do we jive together, right? Having a 15 minute conversation is really good to tell like, Hey, is this actually going to be a fit? Because if it's not a fit on the first conversation, we're, we're just not going to move forward from there. Right. And on both sides, right? right um, some right. personalities just don't work super well together. So we do a quick 15 minute call. And then what we do is a, a growth plan, um, mm-hmm. after that. Uh, and I think that that's really, um, where we can bring a lot of value, um, to, uh, potential clients. And so we'll go ahead and look at all of their paid uh, advertising accounts of Facebook, Google, Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll come up with a plan. We'll, we'll, um, audit what they're doing and then come up with a plan for the future, um, of what we think that they could be doing based on certain return on ad spend based on, um, certain strategies and tactics. Um, and then uh, and then, if everything looks good from there, then we actually work with people um, on uh, a monthly sort of basis where we're daily um, managing ads, uh, mm-hmm. coming up with new creative, um, coming up with new strategies for them to actually make um, more money and get more people uh, onto their customer list. mm
1: mm-hmm. Awesome. I love that. I I appreciate you sharing that because I know for our listener who may be interested in working with you, it's important for them to know um, the importance of being able to jibe well and also having that minimum, like at least you're making a million in revenue um, before you hire an agency, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense to hire us. um, And then just the process of working with you. So thank you for um, elaborating on that, Jordan. Uh, One more thing. Is there anything else you want to let people know about mindful marketing?
2: Just that we, we're obsessed with helping uh, business owners uh, become profitable, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when, when I was in the restaurant, the taco Del Mar that I owned and losing all of that money, life looks a lot different when you're losing money um, comparatively. To, yeah. to when you're, you're making money and you have money to spend on your staff and going on vacations and all of that. And that's really what we're obsessed with, right? We mm-hmm. don't want to just run advertising for the sake of it. We want to run advertising so that people are actually profitable mm-hmm. um, and, and can have a life again. <laughs>
1: Right, right. It was funny because um, my husband is currently doing Facebook ads to promote uh, his upcoming book. And uh, yesterday he was feeling so unproductive and yet his ads um, help him uh, set up a call with a client. And he was like, I didn't do anything yesterday. And I was like, well, you didn't have to, your ads were doing the work for you. So you were able you don't have to work hard um, in order to work smart, you could just work smart. And part of that is advertising. So so that's an example. And I think uh, sometimes it's good for entrepreneurs to hear that, that, you know, you're leveraging stuff like advertising. So you don't always have to do the laborious work of building exposure.
2: Yes. Yes, totally. Totally. It's I I think it's all about leverage, right? As Mm -hmm. business owners and finding Mm -hmm. whatever that those leverage points are. And at at times you have to do the work, right? You have to put in the time. I talked about it on a a podcast yesterday. You have to go through the Gary V phase, right? (laughs) Hustle, hustle, hustle. But after that, you really do need to find leverage points because Mm -hmm. you're going to burn out and you're not going to have a life that, that you actually want to live. Right. Mm -hmm, And that's, mm -hmm. um, that's like the life of an entrepreneur can be really, really amazing, especially Mm -hmm. when you find your purpose and, and when you start to become profitable, that, that to me is like the the turning point.
1: Yeah, for sure. It sounds like you have a lot of fun with what you do, Jordan.
2: I do. I do. That's why I love coming on
1: podcasts (laughs) like this. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Before we go, any parting advice do you want to share with our listeners who are entrepreneurs and small business owners?
2: Yeah, I would just say, uh, you know, invest in your paid media um, early, right? Mm -hmm. Once you figure out what you're, um, that you've got an offer that people actually want. Um, invest heavily in your paid media to start, but get them onto your list, right? Mm. Get them onto your SMS list, a VIP group, an email list, a messenger list, whatever it is, get them onto an owned list mm-hmm. um, so that you can then um, talk to them.
1: Beautifully said. Yeah, I think that's good to know because there's a there's a time and place for everything. Um it's not you're not always gonna have to do ads if you could really, you know, build that list. So with that said, Jordan, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today from one podcaster to another. Um, and I guess marketing agency to another. Thanks that's so much right, for being yes. here. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes. And to our listeners, once again, this is Jordan West. He is the chief marketing officer of Mindful Marketing and Little and Lively, the clothing brand. You did mention that you're the CEO. Which company is that? Just so I can clarify.
2: Oh, sorry. I'm the, I'm the CEO of Mindful Marketing, but okay. the, the title doesn't really matter.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, in case anyone cares about the title, uh, Jordan West is the CEO <laughs> of Mindful Marketing. Uh, you can learn more about him and his company at mindfulmarketing.co. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time.